All right, we're live. Uh, New York Fellows Podcast, episode 22. Um, first week of the NFL in the books. And it has been a wild, wild last few days for New York sports in general. To start off with at the top, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, completely mm. devastated. I'm devastated. I know you're not. I, and by the way, we're here with uh, Mike and, and Saint. The other two guys are on PTO. Proved it for them. Um, I'm devastated by Rodgers, dude. I wanted to see that team play so bad. I was so excited to watch him playing four snaps into his Jets tenure. He's done for the season. That's just, especially with hard knocks and like all the hype and like their good defense. It's so sad. For some reason, you relish in it. I don't. Well, that could be maybe you're rubbing off on me about hate loving people's unhappiness. But what's not? To, who? Why are you unhappy in that situation? No, I'm. No, no, no. I'm not. I actually don't even hate the Jets. I was just saying. I don't know. It's just all the hype build up for fucking Rodgers to come in. I guess my my own. I don't want if, wish any ill will on Rodgers. Like that fucking sucks. That I mean, and honestly, the Jets season is probably going to be exactly what it was last year. Like they pretty much. I don't know. Brees Hall looked really nice, and Garrett Wilson is clearly talented, but they're not going to be able to give him the ball. I don't really know what they're going to do on offense. I mean, they got they're going to bring somebody else in, and they should consider doing that very swiftly because they shouldn't start Zach Wilson or this season's going yeah. exactly the same way it went. So, yeah, they're an eight win team. If that was Zach Wilson, I don't know, man. I'm just like, and it was like Rogers, dude. That's it was so crazy, and I would actually, if we had gotten a guest this week, should have gotten Sean to who was actually there. Shout out Sean McMullen, actual Jets fan at the game. I mean, yeah. dude, you want to talk about so much hype? Just watching it on the plane coming home, and we were watching it, and I was like. Dude, you got even like chills there. Like he comes out through the tunnel holding the American flag. Like the yeah, because they, they played on September 11th. It was it was perfect. Like, everybody NFL, wants everybody wants them to fucking win the Super Bowl. Like they think Rogers take them to the promised land. Oh, like what a demoralizing way to lose. But it was like the hottest ticket in town too. There's so many people there. Did you see, Rogers was like saying hello to Kevin from the office. Yeah. Um, right before the game. But hey, awesome. not, hey, not all negative for the Jets. I mean, dude, to fucking grind out that win, their defense really is good. Like, no, they, dude, their defense amazing. Dude, they, not to mention, speaking sorry, speaking of like hottest ticket in town. Did you see how many people watched that game? No, I didn't. At the peak, if I'm reading this correctly, um, the peak peaked at twenty five point two million. Holy shit. That's insane, man. So many people wanted to watch this guy play, and it was gone. In an well, it wasn't instant. even just him playing. It was him playing, coming to New York. But, dude, he was playing against Josh Allen. and like It's a great game. Like, should have been a great game. It still was a good game, but it should have been a, a better game. And Josh Allen looked like shit, too. Josh Allen, dude. What is that? Oh, my gosh. I mean, you want to talk about actual New York sports? They're actually fucking in New York. Buffalo. Well, I mean, listen, I had this argument when we were uh, away this weekend. Technically, the Bills don't play in Buffalo, and they're not called the New York Buffalo Bills, are they? No, but they're called the Buffalo Bills. Which okay, okay, but fine, they don't play right, in Buffalo. Fine. Okay, great. So I mean, like, we're called you the New know, York. You know, Giants. the argument holds very. They're called bit. the New York Jets. They don't what play do in want, New York. They want to be the Orchard Park Bills, dude. You know how many teams the NFL don't play in their actual city? Okay, so then they, why do we? So then why the do we? Why are we arguing then? I don't understand. If if everybody does it, what does it matter? Not everybody plays in a different state. That's just the irony. They play okay, in a but the difference is, is in a that, different state. It's a location of a different state. Okay, like, but the only argument I'll say is that it, what we live in here in New York City is considered the tri-state area. Correct. Okay, so there's multiple states involved. Tri-state. Okay. And, Mike, I understand the concept. I'm just saying okay, great. That's, why All I'm saying that's why people make the joke. I understand that, but I just want people to admit when I bring it up to them. They call themselves the Buffalo Bills. They do not play in the city of Buffalo. They are not called the New York Buffalo Bills. They are called the Buffalo Bills. They play in Orchard Park. No, be, as far as I'm concerned, they are called the Orchard Park Bills. It would be the Orchard Park Bills. But, dude, that okay, do you want to do that with every team then? Then you should t- shit talk every team because then well, – well, well, the only reason it works for us is because – the only reason it works for us is because they'll be like, oh, the, the real New York team. Great. They're not called the New York Bills. Called, they're not called the New York Buffalo Bills. They're called the Buffalo Bills. They play in Orchard Park. I will be referring to them as the Orchard Park Bills. Okay, so on. then are you going to refer to every other team how they were in the city that they're in? Is it no, be this only Santa just Monica matters. 49ers? No, this only 
they're not in Santa Monica. This only no. uh, San, Santa 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 Clara. Santa Clara. Sorry, Santa Clara. This only matters to the me Rams because the Rams are in Englewood. Okay, so it's the Inglewood Rams. But I don't know. Is all right, so this guy, what are you going to do this with everybody? Is Inglewood in Los Angeles County? I don't think there was enough property for them to build it. I don't know. Is it? I don't know. Inglewood is a city in California. Right. Uh, is a city in southwestern Los Angeles County. So they still play in Los Angeles County. Oh, but it's okay, now you're fucking talking semantics because now you're saying if they're in the same county, Orchard Park is in the same county that fucking Buffalo is. Was that Erie County? Yes. Well, I'm going to find out right now. <laughs> but nevertheless, I want every I want every NFL team in the city they play in. Orchard Park is a village in Erie County. Okay, but nevertheless, it is. Yeah, I guess you're right. But the only reason I I would argue against because you just I'll, hate when I'll, people shit talk to Giants, so you just don't well, I, I don't want. Yeah, it's frustrating. Your team doesn't play in the city that you say they do. So you know what. Then I'm going to bring it right back. All to right, you. you're just talking about Bills, but what about anybody else that says it? Well, it only it only matters to me because Bills and Giants and everyone's like the real New York team. Great. Okay, you guys had four turnovers, and you lost to a team with no Rogers, tremendous defense, and a terrible offense. Okay, uh, no, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I understand that game was actually a good game. Two very good defenses. Josh Allen underperformed. They should have blown that game out in the second half. Dude, you have nothing to say about. The oh, Giants I know, I, dude. We got smoked, bro. There's not even is that. We, dude, when we were at that place watching the game, I just like I at the, by that point in the day we had been, we were in Vegas for Matt's bachelor party this past weekend. Went to a big sports book to watch the games. Um, got there at eight in the morning. Started drinking at nine in the morning, and by the time that the game came out at five o'clock in the afternoon, um, I just like looked up. It was you know it was pouring rain. I saw the score was. I don't even remember looking at the score throughout the, the game. I just remember looking up t- towards the end and being like 40 nothing. Like, what's going on? And be like, whatever. We got to get out of here. I'm done. It was just it was terrible. I don't think – but the thing is, is I don't think that that is going to be the norm. I really don't. They're too well coached to, to let that be the norm. Dallas is – Dallas sure. lived up to the talent. But I agree with you. But, dude, I, I they just don't have – Their O-line need, stinks. Their O-line's really bad. And, Mike, that's the NFL. Like – you got to be able to I get it. So it's like, what are they going to, what do you have to do? I, I don't know. You got to. And there's not like to... there's free agents that are available. I think on all the offensive and the defensive lines throughout the year, naturally free agents are not like it's dude. They're very few and far between. Like it's all the skill positions. Guys get released and whatever. Yeah. But dude, is the defense. <laughs> will the defense... the defense of another team score and do that much in the NFL to where you can't maybe win a game without scoring that many points is my question because Dak only had like 143 passing yards. I, they didn't offensively, I don't, from what I remember, it doesn't seem like they did a whole hell of a lot. I mean, if you take a look at their schedule right off the rip, you're going to talk about the Cowboys is what I'm saying. It's like, so are you going to have a, a defense that's going to score on a block field goal on a, a stupid pass that you know gets popped out of Saquon's arms and runs like it's not going to happen all the time your defense isn't going to score that much well right but if but I don't know you're saying that but take a look at what the Giants schedule is no matter what you're going to play Philly twice you're going to play Dallas twice and both of those defenses are going to do whatever they want both those defenses are going to do whatever they want to that offensive line Daniel Jones is going to be scrambling for his life so I don't know it sucks for him man right and it it sucks for like a quarter like even Zach Wilson like the other thing was a lot of people talk a lot of shit about Zach Wilson. You guys, anybody see how much time he didn't have? He dropped back immediate pressure every single time, immediate pressure. And that's credit to more yeah. credit to Buffalo's defense than it is anything. But like that wasn't all really Zach Wilson. And he made some kind of impressive throws to get himself out of that. Like some terrible, what could have been awful jams, but I, yeah, no, he, the he, Giants, he's Daniel Jones he's is going to run for his life pretty much the entire season. I mean, okay. So the Giants, Look at just look at who they're playing. Yeah, they oh, go yeah. to Arizona this week. You have to win that game by a touchdown. You have to win by a touchdown. You have to beat at, them up. At San Fran, defense will kill them. At Done. Buffalo, defense will kill them. The Done. Jets defense will kill them. Done. Cowboys twice. Dude, there's seven losses. Eagles twice, Cowboys twice, Jets, Bills, Niners. The only they're thing I'll say is them. they can they could probably beat the Jets because I don't think the Jets will be able to score. It depends. Offensively, kind of offensively score, they'll right? be better. If it's Zach Wilson, I think offensively they'll be better. Depends what their quarterback looks like. That's what I'm saying. If it's Zach Wilson. 
Right, and I'd be interested to see. Dude, they're talking about Brady. Brady's not gonna play for the Jets. Brady's no, gonna Bra- come back. They, already, they already said Brady said no. I think they said no to Kaepernick. Which I would have given Kaepernick a chance. I would have given Kaepernick a chance, but he hasn't played since 2016. They're saying Matt Ryan. Why don't you bring Matt Ryan in there? I don't know. Like that seems like Matt Ryan can't move either. But Matt Ryan could at least teach Zach Wilson how to progress their reads. Rodgers is still going to be there in the locker in on the you know at the at the facility and stuff. I don't know. Giving giving him more veterans and stuff to work with, I think, can only help him. Like, and honestly, I really didn't. As bad as the offense was, I really didn't put that much of it on Zach Wilson. I don't have much faith in him, but I also like, dude, the guy kind of was running for his life too. Like, yeah. There was times he had a half a second to get rid of the ball. And yeah. Like, I don't know, man. I watched I watched all of Hard Knocks. I was so pumped to watch that team play. And then, you know, the way Rodgers came out of the locker room with the flag on September 11th, just like. Phew. And you know what else? People don't like, like, just the way the team is formulated. Like, I like Salah a lot. Like I, I, he's probably. I know. I used to think he was a little corny, but like I kind of like him too. I guess I tell Sean all the time, like he's such a cornball, but like still, he's kind of cool. I like him. Just I feel like he coaches very similar to how Tomlin does, and I like I Mike Tomlin's always going to be my favorite coach in the NFL. I think Tomlin is like the standard. Yeah, excuse me. I think he's the standard for coaching in the NFL. Even when Belichick had Brady, I still like Tomlin better. Like I, Belichick is a really good coach too. I know. I just I love Mike Tomlin, dude. I love the way Mike Tomlin does press conferences. I just love the way you can tell Mike Tomlin. Well, he's a leader of men, right? That's what he is. And there's fellows like that too, a little bit. Not on the same level, but I right. kind of equate him to that. Like I like him a lot. And then there's some of these guys that just seem like they're fucking complete idiots. Yeah, like like what's his name out in the for the Chargers? Like what's his name? Yeah, Brand, oh, uh, Brandon Stanick or Stanley. Yeah. Dude, or, he's such a dweeb. But, like, I also kind of like – I like Shanahan for the Niners. Like, I think that's where they get a lot of their grit from. Obviously, their dad's – like, his dad's intelligence, a lot of that yeah, rubbed off He's on an him. offensive mastermind. Right. People, um, people don't like Sirianni. I kind of like Sirianni. I freaking hate Nick Sirianni. I, I mean, I would expect you to hate him, but – I think he's such an asshole. And despite what you say, which I can agree with. I, I mean, I can see how you think he's an asshole. He's from Philly. He's got that – or he's not from Philly, but he's – Philly coach. He's got that no, he's an asshole. And I know you don't like to say it, but dude, McVeigh's McVay a, a good coach. Yes, coach. I know he's a good coach. But McVeigh is a good coach. McVeigh is a good coach. So yeah, I mean, listen, it's been it's been a rough. I don't even know. I don't even want to talk about the Yankees with Dominguez <laughs> UCL, and they win two in Boston after getting demolished by them all year. Uh, it's just whatever. It's been a really difficult time for New York sports over the past like. Awful. 48 Except for to the Rangers hours. in the Knicks this year, I guess. Dude, like, who would have thought, like, the Yankees, are Yankees the Mets, Giants, Jets, coming into their seasons respective, respectively, would have give, would have been in a worse position to do well than the Knicks? The Giants was kind of expected. Everybody no, else. The Giants were It was. But, nah. though, dude, they made the playoffs last year. You have to try to at least get back to that spot. State like they're going like this with Dable and Shane. Like this is the way they're going. They made the playoffs kind of by the skin of just some luck of some games. They had some grit. Like all right, well, what are we going to fault them for? For that, like they made the playoffs. That's that's the that's that's it. That's it. I'm not faltering them. I'm saying the expectations weren't as high as they were for the other three you named. Is what I'm saying. The Jets had the Jets had very high expectations for the Rockets. Yes, the Jets had way higher expectations. Like like Super Bowl aspirations, and very well could have been in the Super Bowl. But all I'm saying is, is like. The Knicks have traditionally been the laughing stock of New York sports right. over the past 15 years or so, maybe with the exception of making the playoffs and going deep in the playoffs for once or twice. Right. Um, and now it looks like they have the best chance to make the, the deepest run. Now the Rangers um, still. The Rangers, and the Rangers are still the best too. New York sports team right now. Yeah, they're still the, 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 the prohibitive favorite to win the first championship right. um, in New York out of the, the four major, major teams. So – I don't know, man. It's been tough. Like it's really depressing, to be honest with you. Giants got smoked. Yankees are pretty much done. I, you know, they're like well, seven I, and a half games out. But like the Dominguez news. That's what I wanted to go through. What? So they got they're seven out with seventeen left. But what's very important to understand is yeah, they that have six with Toronto. Six with Toronto, and what that would do. Like I'm not. I I know it's a fucking long shot, and it's fucking ridiculous, and I hate them. And they I have to win all six. They really have to win all six. Yeah, if they don't. But, dude, Toronto's really 
Mike, Toronto just lost 10 nothing today. Toronto is not, like, outside of Bichette, I mean, Vlad, Vlad sometimes. Vlad's only hitting, like, 250. And uh, what's his face that got the second baseman in the four-hole? Um, fuck, I can't remember his name. Spring, Springer, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Is. But they have is Springer playing, or is he hurt? No, Springer's playing. He didn't do shit today. They are a beatable team. Yeah, they're not playing well. I've been checked out of baseball for the past like two weeks. I know, I know. It's and I don't want to be, so I'm just fine, can find it away. And well, like, maybe not two weeks, but the other I games just, are and the other games are all winnable. Like I don't know. I just what is the actual amount they have to? What I would like to really understand is what would be the actual amount they have to win out of what's left. You probably have to win. How many are left? Seventeen. Seventeen, and they're at seventy-three. 17 that puts them at, if they win all 17 that puts them at 90 wins they need to have like 88 wins so you got to win 15 to 17 yeah which but look also look at how favorable the schedule is then tremendously year. doable i mean they have two more with boston tomorrow they have then they go home then they're home for they're home for seven before they finish fully on the road which finishing fully on the road never bodes well for them so it's no they're on the road but winnable games two at boston a series at pittsburgh you're home for toronto and the diamondbacks which the d-backs are kind of fighting for playoff spot right and then at toronto and at the royals to end the year okay so you could say two that two wins in in kansas city you could say three wins in pittsburgh that's five um let's say you split tomorrow Six and one. Now you're the last six are Toronto, or you have Toronto at home. You have to sweep Toronto at home. That's nine. You have to take two of three from Arizona. That's 11 and two. And then you have and to then, do. And then you have to win two of three in Toronto. That's f- 14 and three. 14 and three. And that puts them at 87. Yeah, maybe. I mean, if other things go your way, maybe. But other, but the other, what I'm saying is those head to heads are so important because you immediately put other things going your way by just beating Toronto and like the Sox, the Sox are fucking losing us right now. The, dude, we looked awful yesterday, both games, and somehow they won those games. That they shouldn't have won either one yesterday. No, I know. I know. <laughs> I don't even know how they won either game. They should have lost both of them. I know, and hopefully, and Clay Holmes didn't make it easy in the. Loaded the bases with walks, like what the fuck, dude? It's like every time you turn it on, it's just like what the fuck are they? I was talking about it with Aaron. Like, what is Verdugo doing? Guy just walk the bases loaded, and you get up there and swing it like the first or second pitch, like, and you give them, you give it to them, like a double play. Like, come on, man! Like that's the thing that ticks me off about baseball. It's like the approaches that these guys have, like, are just not the traditional baseball approaches that we're taught to a lot of. So guys even, our age, even, not even like we not we didn't even play at like a high level, but like but even basic in high concept. school, Mike. Like so, they had, and I didn't even understand this, and I know they got the run in in that in the first game to win, but they or in the second game to go up two one, and they got the last two in the ninth. Dude, on a two two count with two outs, they stole Florial. Okay, fine, it paid off because they got the run. But under what circumstances would you normally do that? You're not what? doing that, dude. It's it, there's two 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 outs. You're not going to just let it go for to what? Put him in scoring position to what? See what happens. I, well, I who mean, was up? Uh, Judge had just gotten out. Glaver was out. Who was there for yesterday? Don't even know. Yeah. I, I mean, listen, I don't hate it. I mean, whatever. It's two two. He steals. Let's say he makes it. I don't mind. Like the third out at third is the thing. But like, if you make the third out, you're being aggressive on second. So let's say he puts himself. Now it's two two. Guys on second puts himself in a three two count. Guy in scoring position, he's going to exactly, throw a fastball. Well, that's exactly what happened. Okay, so like that's an that that's like an aggressive. But then the inning play. before, the inning before, or twice that game when they had bases loaded and they only got one run out of it, and one of them was because they had they had bases loaded and they had a line drive to third, which was immediately caught and fucking what's his name IKF was fucking twenty feet off the bag and he got picked off. Like, how are you even that far? I know. And he got thrown know, back on that. second. It's just. And it's constant and consistent, the ugly fucking baseball. Like, just yeah. no, it's it's not fun. It's not they're not fun to watch. I mean, they've been better over the last two weeks. Like, I will say that, right? They've been better. So it would have been more enjoyable to watch had they had had they been closer to a playoff spot. 
but they're so far removed. It's like, man, it's just so hard to carry out, especially with the NFL coming around the corner you don't, and starting. You, you know what's crazy is I was looking at to go to those games yesterday. You could have went to both games of the doubleheader and sat in the grandstand or closer, both games, because it was separate tickets, for less than 40 bucks. Dude, nine. They both stink. It's so bad. But under what circuit? The AL East is flipped on its access. Like, under what world are the Yankees and Red Sox the last two positions and fucking Baltimore and Tampa are sitting at the top of the division? I mean, listen, it, it, it does make sense that Baltimore is at the top because they've been, they were so bad for so long. They had so many draft picks. They could build essentially a, a brand new team and eventually be good. Now, what's going to happen is it's going to flip back where they're going to suck because they're going to lose all these guys that they can't pay. Which I agree with. Or you. To pay. It's still insane to just think about. Like you have Baltimore and Tampa can like staying at the top of the division. Like, and when was the last time you had Yank Sox four or five? Like I, I don't know. Maybe one of them's usually not so good one year. But when was the last time Yanks were four or five in that division? It's got. Is that ever? What is the last time the Yanks have finished in last place for a long time? Ninety three, I think they said was the last time we finished in last. I yeah, think. that's a long time ago. Thirty years ago. Um. Yeah, I mean, listen. If they're just like I said, they're not fun to watch. It's football season. Everyone's eyes are on football, especially with like with Rogers. It. But like now, it's like okay, well, that's dead too. So now you got to like figure out what you're gonna do. But you think he comes back? I've saw. I've seen a lot of things that says he's gonna come back. Who? Rogers. Okay, so I don't know. I mean, I could speak from I guess a little bit of experience from rupturing an Achilles, like. And I don't play in the fucking NFL, dude. Like, I don't – I think optimistically he's maybe like week 14 if he's lucky. No, and next season. I thought you were saying people are saying he wants to come back this year. No, no. He'll be back next year. He's done oh, for that, the Oh, yeah, that's a given. Yeah, he's done. Okay, he's, he that's the question. Do you think he's going to come back next year? I thought the question was, is he going to come back this year? Oh, no, no. No, that's fucking ridiculous. I mean, that's why week 14, but no. Um, yeah, he'll come back next year. He already said yeah. he wants to come back. And and he wouldn't want his career to end like this. First of all, he's yeah, got, no way, right? He's got way too much of an ego. You can tell with how he is. He's similar to Brady in, in a lot of respects, and he deserves to be because he is who he is. But he's got way too much of an ego to let his career end like this, especially because uh, I don't think he has a huge ego. I just think he's really good at football and he knows it, like whether you want to call that an ego or not. But that's the definition of an ego being really good at something and being really good at something and knowing you are and fucking flaunting. Yeah. But I just think he, I don't know. After watching hard knocks and actually seeing him on camera, like I didn't think I'm saying come off as like an, a guy with a massive ego. Mike, you're taking it as the fact that I'm, I'm necessarily putting all the ego on a negative facet. The ego could be, I'm going to come back and show all you motherfuckers that I can play. And like, yeah, which is a good thing him. in sports. Right. That's like, a good ego. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm going to come back. What's he going to be, 39 next year? No, he's going to be 40. He's 39 right now. I thought he was 38 now. 39. So it's exactly what he did when, they, when the Packers drafted Jordan Love and he came back and won back-to-back MVPs, essentially. A little, little bit different, about six years younger, right? Five years. No, he was 30. So Love's been there for four years. So he was 36, 35, 36. So still relatively old for a quarterback. Older. But, like – same thing. Chip on the shoulder. Okay, I'm gonna show you guys. I can still play and one back-to-back MVP. So, yeah, well, he's I, a. If you could take anything out of that Jets game and that and that four plays that he did play, if you look at all four plays and then the rest of the game with Zach Wilson, under pressure the entire. Yeah, their O line sucks. Yeah, yeah their O line sucks, and that's not a product to win. Like that's for a guy who's gonna be 40 coming off of a torn AC or a rupture. Well, they're gonna definitely be bad and. They're going to have bad draft or a good draft position next year. So they're going to have to address that offensive line problem. And whoever he wants to come in to be a part of that offensive line, if he's still there, which I think he will be, you have, you have to do it. He should pull what's his face from the Packers, except I think they just signed him to a huge deal. Um, oh, really? His uh, Bakari, Bakari or whatever. Yeah, I think before Rodgers left, they signed him to like a three or four or five big, four or five year big deal as like one of the highest paid O line. Yeah, you need to, you need to go out and find yourself a good offensive line the Giants need to do the same thing because I mean Daniel Jones is young but like you can only run around for so long like he's not going to improve as a pocket passer if he's running for his life I mean he can run he's a mobile quarterback but like he's going to get hurt that way 
right. And the other thing about Josh Allen, for circling back to this, dude, Josh Allen has got to fucking stop taking so many fucking hits. Josh I think Allen they said that on the Troy Aikman was saying it on the the broadcast. But I mean, even as somebody who likes to see these quarterbacks run and be agile and do things, dude, the hits he was taking were fucking stupid. Diving in between two defenders and getting fucking chop blocked, getting undercut. You're getting table topped between two massive defenders to get what an extra two yards when you were already nine yards short of the first down. Go down, like yeah. you don't need that. You were already yeah. He's short. gonna get hurt. He's he puts himself in way too many terrible situations. I feel like he's got a, a terrible something coming just because. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he's so good. He just needs to like chill. And he says that, and that's why he makes all these turnovers. I mean, dude, and those turnovers weren't necessarily good interceptions. More so bad, bad throws. Like I didn't, just- honestly didn't get to watch the game because the plane didn't have live TV. It's terrible. Yeah, um, Allen needs to. You said he just airs it out, and then, you know, he makes some he makes some bonehead plays. I guess with the interceptions for the defense don't necessarily look that great. I, I don't know. I again, I didn't watch the game, so I'm not 100 percent certain. Yeah, no, I and all th- his three picks all just aired out. Like he scrambled, he could have made it into something, but making it into something a lot of times just throwing it away and not losing right five yards, ten yards. He just aired them out into that guy had three. Picks. See, he None hit his uh, he hit his uh, yearly bonus. <laughs> in one game he had like an incentive if he had three picks for the year he'd get 250k and he hit it in the first game that's sweet wow, right that's that's insane and he also hadn't had three picks in an entire season his whole career and he has three in yeah so he gets his 250k uh bonus incentive for the year so like i didn't see any of the picks i don't know how like athletic or whatever you want to call them where they i don't know if they were more smart plays on his end or bad plays on Allen's end, but um, yeah, I didn't see any of it. Two bad plays on Allen's end. One was a decent pick, but it was also just a bad throw. I mean, it was a bad throw, but you still, he still had to make a catch. The third one was like a good interception. The first two were just air mails that it was two on one coverage. And it was, mm-hmm. I mean, you mentioned special. like he hadn't, he hadn't gotten three picks in his entire career in one, in, in one season. season. And he yeah, had three wild. in one game to that's get that wild. incentive. Which that's is, pretty cool. Good for him. No, right, it was. Um, but yeah, anyway, I mean, the the beginning of the game was terrible. Good on the Jets to to keep, you know, going to the locker room at halftime, being down, and like come out and actually like win the game, especially in the way that they did. It was really probably it could be the highlight of the season, so f- that they'll have all year. Um, right. And the, and the guy, the rookie, rookie, excuse me, rookie wide receiver who. Uh, who did that was an undrafted uh, rookie wide receiver. It's pretty cool. He was featured on Hard Knocks, and they had him like make the team and stuff, which was really cool. Right, there was a little controversy there because they said there should have been a trip, which would have brought it to like the twenty-seven. Which I mean, he still got kicked the field goal and whatever. But at the end of the day, I don't know. It it was awesome, and it was a crazy way to win, and you are happy for them. I just no, they're an eight-win team. It's still, it's so much worse for the Bills. Like it was so. How do you not just take them and demolish them? Like, impressive by that Jets defense to keep them alive. And I know – I remember Peyton Manning. I was watching the, the – Manning cast. The Manning cast last year, and he was like – he's like, you know, Eli, everybody talks about halftime adjustments. He goes, I don't know about you, but we never we never did anything for halftime adjustments. He goes, I pretty much just went in and ate an orange and drank a little Gatorade and looked at some highlight from last time, and that was it. <laughs> and now – and then I thought about that because I'm like, they're winning, they went in there and they're like, they didn't even say anything about halftime adjustments. They basically just went in there and said, we're not going to give up and we're just going to come back out and fucking play. And it makes you think that that's, dude, that's pretty much probably what happens at the NFL level. They're not making fucking halftime adjustments. They didn't do anything differently. I mean, what does that even, like, yeah, what does a halftime adjustment mean? Like, I don't even know. <laughs> like, what do you, are you not following the game plan that you've had for the entire week? Right, you change the entire game plan to no, you off need to, for like, you what? Just need to, you just need to execute. That's it. Like You don't have to make adjustments. If an adjustment means executing, then yeah, you, you're making adjustments. You just need to execute what you have already you know, <laughs> planned out. I just thought about that because they were like the second half and you know all the analysts and whatever and like Ryan Clark and all of them. It's like they went into halftime. And even Ryan Clark, you, you play in the NFL, dude. You know there's no halftime adjustments. Like They didn't do anything. They just – they, Josh Allen was awful in the second half, and the Jets' defense just continued to do what they were doing all game. Like the problem is though, is like the Jets are not going to force four turnovers every single game. So, can you win a game by scoring fourteen points a game? Probably not. 
Probably not. Yeah, that's the that's, problem. Right. So, like, could they get to ten wins? Like, if they got to ten wins, would I be surprised? Like, no, not really. Um, and like, you would think I was listening to the Michael K show today, and they're having like a massive argument about like Zach riding with Zach Wilson, and like, is he better than what he was last year? And like, the argument was is like he spent OTAs, training camp, and four preseason games under the tutelage of Aaron Rodgers, if you will. So like, you'd have to think he's 15 to 25% better than he was last year. Maybe, maybe that's pretty generous, but like you would have to think maybe he could be better. So like if they were 20, if he was 25% better, does that get them to 10 wins? Cause they were at seven last year. Like, I don't know. So that was, it was it just watching him. And like, again, it obviously wasn't very impressive, but what was impressive is some of those throws that he made at, on third downs when he was getting, he looked like he was about to get killed. He scrambled out of a few things. He did a few things that were kind of impressive. He had the bonehead pick in the, like when he first got mm-hmm. out there, little nerves, whatever. But honestly, what you said kind of looked like it was true. He looked about 15 to 20% better than he's looked in any game last year. And that was being under pressure. Like that bill's defense put him under pressure and like, he still, he, he got him to win the game. I mean, the Garrett Wilson touchdown was 0% him. Dude, it was an awful yeah, throw. Yeah, terrible throw. It was an awful throw. He threw it to his he threw it to his outside shoulder, and he should have it, – he it was obviously supposed to go to the flag. It was an inside shoulder throw, and it was awful. Like, it was it was an awful throw. Garrett Wilson literally stopped it from being an interception and made a touchdown. Yeah, so, it, was a, it was a terrible throw. So I guess there was that, but it's just – I do honestly think, even though he had a few semblances of shit that I didn't see at all last year, any highlights or anything he did at all last year. So, like, it was it was kind of nice. And to see him pull out the win, that gives you a little momentum. You feel a little bit more confident going into the next game. I mean, they're going to need it every game. Their division is fucking I mean, they're playing ridiculous. Dallas this week. Right. <laughs> but I don't expect Dallas to do what they did defensively. Like, that's just, like, insane. If you look at it from, like, a fantasy football standpoint, they scored 37 points. Like, defenses don't do that. You go for that, maybe, like – once a year, maybe. But, dude, do you think the Jets are really going to do a lot? Like, I I think that game is not going to be a blowout because the Jets' defense is equivalent pretty no, much. No, but like, they still have Brees Hall, who looked great. You have Dalvin Cook, who's ramping up. Like, you still have Garrett Wilson. Like, Best thing about their offense is that running back tandem. Those guys yeah, look fucking great. impressive, dude. They were good. I like that a lot. I how like the did, tandem. How much did Cook play? Pretty much even snaps. And they – Cook played more than they thought he would, and Hall played more than he thought they would, which I didn't really understand that because they was were coming they were off saying, that ACL. Right, but they were saying that on the broadcast. I was like, well, all right, but one of them's got to play more than the other one. They're like, oh, we didn't think Dalvin Cook was going to get this many snaps. And they're like, oh, we didn't think Brees Hall was going to get this many snaps. Well, somebody's got to get the fucking snaps. Who's going to get the snaps? <laughs> so some of those um, announcers are just so dumb. I do. And I, I like I, Joe Buck, and I I don't like them on Monday Night Football though. It's kind of like weird. You know what I. What I really don't like is, and what I really want him back for, and I think what he was better at is, I really want him back for the World Series, dude. Yeah. There's nothing. Well, there is nothing. The guy better. from LA is pretty good. I don't. I there is nothing better than Joe Buck in the World Series, dude. Some of the calls he's made in the World Series are fucking phenomenal, and like I know he has pretty much came out and said he never wants to do baseball again unless it was like a weird thing on ESPN. But he needs to be back in baseball. I like him better in baseball than I do in football. I don't. I think he's. I mean, I think he's one of the best. TV announcers. I mean, I'm not too like, there's a lot of legends in that area and I'm not going to speak like I know who they are. Um, but he's got to be the best one in our generation. Dude. Some of the calls, like some of the, some of those calls just stick with you. Like, how, like the one yeah, David and, it's uh, it's, and we'll see you tomorrow night. That's and I know probably his most famous one. Cause his dad did that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's got to be the most ha- popular one. He just has he has and his voice is just like it's so smooth for baseball. Like and when a ball's hit in the outfield, he's like following it and then his inflection changes and everything changes when it goes out. Some of these guys just kind of freak out or like you know, you have fucking Bob Costas who I literally can't that was stand. So I, can't, <laughs> I can't listen to him. Nice calling it like it was a Saturday afternoon game in nineteen forty two. You know what they I do actually like, which I know it's gonna probably piss you off, but the Nesson guy is actually very good. I've never like, heard him. Yeah, he's he used to be on Fox. He was one of the old Fox guys. I'm not 
not McCarver, but which was obviously passed. But it was mm-hmm. it was one of the guys who used to be on. The other guy who used to be on with McCarver is on Nesson mm-hmm. now, and he's been on there. And his voice is actually really nice, and he actually does a really good job. I just fucking hate socks. So. Not to, I mean, listen, I like not to be like biased, but I do like Michael K. Everyone, a lot of people give him like a hard time. I like him doing the Yankee games. I think he's great, especially this year. He's fucking calling him out, dude. He literally is calling him out. He's calling out on broadcast. You do you listen to his radio show? Oh, sometimes not really. If you listen to his radio show, like, I mean, obviously they're, they're focused on football now, but like, if you listen to his radio show back when they were like in the thick of it, dude, he was very, very critical of them. That's like, and people get on him for being so critical, but like, what do you one? No, I want that. I want him to be, I want him to be critical. No, people get on him for not being critical enough. Excuse me. Like he sugarcoats it. It's like, dude, are you going to go on a, a national radio show? And criticize the CEO of FedEx. Right. Like, he still works for them. So, like, you have to walk that fine line. But, like... You have to walk the fine line, but people want to hear reality. I think I think the problem is... He gives reality. Stuff. People just don't hear... People want to... What Yankee fans want to hear today is... Cashman sucks, has sucked for the last 27 years, and Hal doesn't spend enough. If you don't right, say anything, is, if anything short of that is you're, you're you know, a Patsy Yankee fan, you're saying all the shit that we don't want to hear. Anything short of that is not good enough for them. So that's why I don't like to – I get frustrated because, like, try to take a different approach and actually, like, talk about it and have logical conversations. And then you got guys like Maddie who are like, Cashman stinks. He had nothing to do with building those World Series teams. It was all Gene Michael. And uh, if George were alive, this would never happen. Blah, blah. Maddie doesn't say, even know any of those people. He wasn't even alive for anything. Yeah, but he like, knows them. But, like, if you don't say those things, no, you, no. No, you don't know anything. See, that's not me. I don't – Cashman I don't, sucks. He's, no, he stinks at his job. I'm the first one to criticize them about anything and everything. But I'm not that. Like, I'm not – dude, I – how are you going to blame this on fucking Cashman? Like, how are you going to even this? Yeah, even you can blame me. this on Cashman. But you can blame the the structure on it on sure. Cashman, and struck, and you can blame the. But can the, you blame uh, can you blame Cashman on yes. DJ Lemayhu not remembering how to fucking hit a baseball? Like, dude, some of this shit is not on him. Like, sure. the co- yeah, the co- up in the lineup didn't fucking do anything. Like, they've been so bad. You gonna blame him? Yeah, no, I agree. John Carl striking out twice a game, and you're gonna blame him for fucking. No, but you can, no, no, but you can blame him for giving up Gio Urshela for Do- Josh Donaldson and Gary Sanchez, I guess, which everyone wanted to get rid of him anyway. So, but now it's like Gary hits 14 home runs in San Diego, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, what do we do?" It's like, yeah, you could blame him for that. You could blame him for the Montas trade. Like you can, you can do all those things. So, I, there's just, I don't know. It's a this is an all around failure again. It's an all around failure. Uh, even if these are. guys, even if these guys played to the back of their baseball card, they'd be ten games above five hundred. Right. Yeah. So they're they're playing historically bad. So like, yes, were they good enough to win a World Series? I do think that at the beginning of the year, if they again play like they were capable of, they were good enough to win a World Series for sure. But but so listen to this. Do you want this? Is what actually frustrates me, and this is something that I would like. I don't, and I really don't know, but I would like it to be changed about. Uh, which it's not going to get changed because it can't, and there's no real way that I could think of to do it. But and the, and same with the NFL, same with the NBA, which doesn't have as much effect on the NBA. But dude, if we were in the AL Central, we are three games out of the division. We're yeah. three games out of the fucking division. Like that doesn't make any sense. The AL Central is fucking trash. The Twins have now ran away with it. They're seven and a half up, and we are. We would be three games behind them. Like. Oh, I'm sorry. Two games in the loss column. Two games to win that division. Like, with and, probably some division games to go. They're going to get a home playoff series. That doesn't make any fucking sense. No. The Twins will get a home playoff series. The three division winners, the top two get a bye. The last one gets a home playoff series oh, against the, the wild worst. card. You get the worst wild card. That's why I was saying if we can pull out the last wild card, we're going to go to Minnesota. Which is the best case scenario? Which makes no sense. Why <laughs> would we get rewarded? That's a much better scenario than going to Tampa, Baltimore, or Toronto, or Seattle, or anywhere. I mean, listen, else. now's the time, right? If you if you rattle off fifteen or seventeen going into the playoffs, like okay, like this is your chance to get hot and do what the Phillies did, right? Like, not saying it's going to happen, which it probably won't, and it's fine. On to twenty twenty four with like now that Dominguez is, but Dominguez. We'll be back in nine months, 12, nine to 10 months, I think, because position players can come back a little bit faster. 
Um, and how, does that even, how does that even happen though? Like he's playing all year. Like That's it's just such dumb luck, man. Like I don't get it. It's like fucking Aaron Rodgers. It's like just like well, we fucking bring him up, and he's just done. Yeah, and he also was good man, dude. He's he was he's gonna be a good player if he can get back healthy. He can hit, man. He can hit, and but on, on a on a bad note, I've been watching Austin Wells because I was watching these games, and I do kind of agree that I don't know if he can be a catcher, dude. He dropped. I think I I think I counted. He dropped seven balls, and only one of them was in the dirt. Like mm-hmm. drop, like dropped them. And I all right, it's fine. It's one game. It's one sample size. But like, and and everybody loves him at the plate. That's who else did we love at the plate and hated behind the plate? Gary. Yeah, he doesn't give me the Gary vibes. What does that mean? I, I just he, I don't know. It just doesn't give me Gary vibes. I want him in there because he's a lefty. And like to be honest with you, dude. I'll take I I don't know this for for certain yet, but like I can't watch Higashioka and, and Trevino play anymore. I just can't do no, it. No, I I agree with you there. Um, no, I don't. Do no it, disagreement. Dude. I'm I just can't saying. Look at these guys and have them be the catcher and dude. Higashioka is the most tenured Yankee. He's been the team for ten years. Yeah, that's awful. It's crazy. Um, what, what happened? And he to hits Trevino? the ball. He hits the ball well. He did something with his wrist, but he can't hit. He's actually a decent catcher, right? Um, which which I like, but he can't hit. I need a catcher who can catch and hit two fifty. Yeah, and Wells can hit thirty home runs a year because he's a lefty. You know, and we do need lefties in the lineup with our ballpark. Exactly. So, like, if you want to call that a Cashman failure, dude, we that's have a total failure. That that we have we have the ballpark that we have, and you guys don't have that lineup with at least four or five lefties or switches. Like, what the fuck are you doing? In yeah. this ballpark, and know, all, it's, lefties, it's all lefties are poles pretty much. I don't know a lefty that's not a pole hitter. Like, oh my god! And that, if you want to say any failure, it's that our lineup for the majority of the year had one, sometimes two lefties, or I think it was a lefty and a switch with Rizzo and fucking uh, Willie Calhoun, baby. Yeah. <laughs> like Willie Calhoun can bang. That's what Boone said. I get you know. I'm just like whatever. The season's cooked. The future did look bright <laughs> two weeks ago. Um, which it still could be. I mean, you could still go out and sign uh, a Bellinger. You can try and trade for Soto at the deadline. You can um, Evanson Pereira, like he might be good. He could be pretty good as Waldo uh, Para. Excuse me, Peraza looks like decent. Just, I, I just, would try. I would trade Oswaldo Cabrera. I don't think he's that. Try to trade him. I don't think he's that good. I don't disagree, and he's I do a switch think- hitter, which is nice. But he's We'll do anything you ask him, which is great. But like, he's an infielder, and like, I think the other guys are just a little bit farther ahead than him. No, no, I agree with you. And I don't want this. I am trying as negative as I am, and I'm the most negative fucking person, which you know about everything, dude. I'm trying to grasp at straws to fucking get this team to the playoffs. Like, fucking God. And I don't think it's unreasonable. Like, they could still, as shitty as they've looked, they've still managed to pull out some wins. And the team, like, builds no, it's not. It's not unreasonable to think that they could actually jump the teams in front of them and make it because they have six games left against the team that's in front of them. Which right? is But huge. you have to jump. You if have you to jump Boston tomorrow, you've jumped them. Then I think Seattle was a half a game out. Yeah. How do you do that? You know, I don't know. Well, Seattle has most of Seattle's games left for that division. And that division race is crazy. So you have Texas, Houston, and Seattle that are all within that game now of each other, which is still a crazy division race. So yeah. those guys start beating each other. I mean, I guess I don't really know who you want to beat each other in that point. I'd have to f- look at that. Honestly, now at this point, you're rooting for Baltimore to just beat everyone in their path because I think Baltimore plays a few AL West opponents in their last series here. I, I don't know. I know it's fucking retarded to even think about that. But I just want to hold on to some semblance of winning something. They have Tampa – St. Louis, Tampa, Houston, Cleveland, Washington, Boston. So I guess the Houston series is the only one that really. I'll take the Yankees if they don't make the playoffs. I'll take them finishing not in last and above five hundred. That's the goal. Which is sad. Above five hundred is an expectation. Honestly, above. I mean, that's insane. We well, we can't finish above five hundred. Imagine if they finish below five hundred. I think they'll overtake Boston for last. But I mean, what are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah, it's been a season to forget, man. Not even, not even gonna lie. Like it's been, 
up and down for basically the entire season. And I do think that things would have been different. Not not a ton different, but maybe yeah, maybe a little different if Judge hadn't gotten hurt in LA. Healthy. I mean the guy has thirty like three home runs. Right. And like he de- I think he would have come pretty damn close to his last year's record had he not. And I mean if hurt. you if you take that with everything else, like just look at the momentum that was just a completely swept out. It was I guess I suppose it felt like it didn't feel like it, but it started to feel like it when he couldn't win a game without well, there were ten games over five hundred at one point. Which you is know? I mean, we were second in the division for a while, second or third for a while, and then just completely started dropping games. And Oh, it's just awful. Yeah, it was tough. I don't know. Um, Anyway, um, our picks from week one. um, Week one is cooked. We did our picks. We have to get our picks in. I extended the deadline because we're still recording. It's 11 o'clock, 11.10 on Wednesday. We're not going to get them in by midnight. Um, I extended it to 6 o'clock tomorrow. So – after one week, and Elijah will have to keep me honest, and we're going to put something out on Instagram and, and Twitter, but I'm still waiting for that damn logo to be made. Um, after one week of college and NFL picks, um, currently in first place is myself with 13. Uh, college went nine points, NFL won, but was able to hit the uh, the bonus of over-under, so I got three points there. Um in second place is Matt with 12 total points. He had six in the college picks and six in the NFL picks. So Matt went across the board in the NFL. Uh, third would Matty and Eric are tied for third with 10 each, both going. Eric, excuse me, Eric went nine points in college, clean sweep, and one in the NFL. And Matty went six in college and four in the NFL. Uh, so right now I'm up by three and same rules apply, right? We'll, we'll, we'll get them in. We got four, three, two in college and then three, two, one in NFL. And you can pick the three over unders for your, um, NFL picks. Uh, you have to hit all three in order to get the three bonus points. So, yeah, I mean, listen, it keeps you engaged. It keeps you kind of paying attention to every single game. This week was kind of tough for us because we were out in Vegas and I wasn't really paying attention to the games after a certain point. Um, <laughs> it was uh, chaos, to say the least. We'll save yeah. that for another time. But, the uh, yeah, it's exciting. I like doing it. And we'll, we'll, I'm going to try and get some, like, good graphics out there and stuff. With like, I want to take, like, our faces from pictures and, like, cut them out. I'll send you what I want to do and, like, show, like, a grid with our – our picks and stuff and like who's leading. Up, yeah. Right. Um, but I need the logo and I got to figure out how to make all that shit. So um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes. We have uh week two, of the NFL coming up. We have the giants at, uh, excuse me, in Arizona. It's a four o'clock game on Fox, I believe. And right now the giants, I think are five and a half point favorites. Yeah. Um, the jets are going to Dallas and they are dogs by nine and a half. I believe. Which is wild. Because they have no offense. Yeah. Um, so we'll see we'll see what happens there. I think the Giants are I think the Giants will win. They'll be one and one, and I do think that uh, the Jets are gonna lose and they will be one and one as well. We'll see what happens with their quarterback situation. I've heard Brissett, Jacoby Brissett, Colt McCoy, Andy Dalton. They should really try and make a trade for Matt Stafford, give up that one that didn't go to uh to the Packers or give him well, because the Packers were supposed to get a one if Aaron Rodgers played 75% of snaps or something like that. He's obviously playing zero, so they don't get that one. Try to give it to um, try to give it to the Rams. But they, they called before Rodgers even signed and said that Stafford was off limits. Who who did that? The Jets tried to trade for Stafford before they got Rodgers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I'm saying they should try to do it again and offer the one that was supposed to go to Green Bay. How would they? How would they still be able to offer it? Because the pick's not going to Green Bay anymore. Oh, it was uh, conditional. It was was conditional on him playing like seventy-five percent of snaps. I don't know the percentage, but he had to hit a certain number of snaps. Wow, smart. Right, so they they don't get that one. Um, I would call the Rams and try and do it. Like, yes, the Rams Rams aren't going to let Stafford go anywhere. I don't think. I know, but like. 
at some point the Rams need to start thinking about the future, and Stafford is kind of older. He's younger than Rodgers. Okay, he's like 35. Yeah, 35. Okay, so what do you have? He's got four years probably. I mean, if he plays like it. Again, he can't keep getting beat up though. But But you say that. Dude, Rodgers has had four awful injuries, and, like, he's still around. Brady yeah, had a bunch dude, of injuries. Like, is, like, is Matt Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, like, there are some of these – like, Kobe got his Achilles uh, torn. He came back. But, like, those are those guys are different, man. I mean, Rodgers didn't – or, I'm sorry, Stafford didn't play awful. They also beat Seattle, a game they probably shouldn't have won. Yeah, and with, with Cup out, like – I don't know. I think Stafford's definitely under. I, think, I don't think he's leaving, but I would pick up the phone and call. Yeah, the, I'd offer two ones. I'd offer two ones. But the problem is, is like, what are you going to do when Rodgers is like, I'm coming back? You're going to say no? We got Stafford. But, yeah. So no, it has to be no, it ha- exactly because he is going to want to come back. Which I ultimately think they're going to talk to him and be like, Do you want to play next year? And if he says I yes, they're going to go after somebody for this season, yeah. and they're going to pay somebody I more think than they should. Go after Jacoby Brissett, and you can give up like a third or a fourth for, for this year. Yes. I mean, that's probably smaller. As a backup, you've got to have somebody as a backup. Dude, their backup is nothing. Like, I don't know. What you you're saying. not going to go sign two, though. No, you're going to sign one. You just need a – but you need a backup that will compete with Zach and make it so he can play. Like, and also – Yeah, you get, you get Brissett or you get Colt McCoy or you get um, Andy Dalton. And... I don't know. I kind of like Colt McCoy. Like, I don't, that might be it. You know who's available is uh, Taylor Heineke. I kind of – I kind of liked him in Washington. I think they got to be on the phone with people right now, and they're probably they trying to figure that out. Sure. But he's not gonna be, he is not going to be ramped up for two weeks. <clears throat> so at that point, you could be one and two. I don't know. We'll see, but we'll see. We'll we'll see what happens. Um, picks will be in. Picks will be out. Well, we didn't put the last ones out, but we'll keep yeah. you updated as we go. Yeah, we're awful, everyone. It wasn't. It was a tough, tough week um, to get all that shit done. I wasn't really p- focused on it. You were cost too busy costing me fucking two thousand dollars. Yeah, baby. You didn't pay for a goddamn thing, did you? Not much. You couldn't throw us like five hundred bucks for the room. No, Chris wouldn't have taken it anyway. You didn't offer me because I would. He's not a sleaze bull. Man, big week coming up. We got to try to win some of that back. Um. Yep, we'll see. We'll we'll put the picks out and uh, we'll see what happens. We'll next time we talk, the Yanks will be. Who knows? They could the be Yanks will be in it or <laughs> completely gone. Yeah, it could be gone in a few days. So we'll see. But uh, we'll we'll um we'll talk to you guys soon. See ya. See ya.